welcome to another episode of the Wake Not Woke podcast. I am your host, Ben the Conservatarian, on this Monday evening, and this is episode 149. First off, I wanted to talk about Ron DeSantis, Mr. Ron DeSantimonious, as Trump likes to call him. And he is on Joe and Mika's show. They're on MSNBC, and you can kind of see the guy that Ron DeSantis really is. He's controlled opposition. And it's like I've said for a long time, I have not trust the guy at all. Now, granted, okay, he did a lot of good things in Florida when we had the lockdowns with COVID and stuff like that, okay? I get it. He did a lot of good there. But you see what he is doing to Trump and the attacks that he is attacking Trump for, which is total bogus. It's complete and utter garbage. And I'm going to play this small clip of the interview and you can hear it for yourself. Well, it's interesting on the on the, the January 6th protests. I mean, he he called that rally knowing that that was going to be in D.C. where where things could get potentially out of hand. And uh, he's now saying he would do clemency for the I guess the nonviolent. Um, but mm-hmm. he could have done that when he was president. He could have said, look, this was he could have taken responsibility. He could have said that the people that went, not the violent people, obviously that's a different, different. Uh, it's a bird of a different feather. But on the people that were there just as protesters and kind of got caught up in it, he could have granted clemency to them, and he chose not to because I think he was told that if he did that, he could potentially risk being convicted at his Senate impeachment trial. So the idea that now he's going to help people that were railroaded, he could have done that before he left office. Uh, do you think? Do you think? There were people that were railroaded uh, that uh, uh, took part in the January 6th riots. I think there were people, Joe, that that came because he said to to protest the election. I don't think that they intended uh, to do it. Some of the people that were convicted of things like trespassing, uh, you see videos where you'll have um, police officers actually motioning for people to go in. You'll see that where they were just taking pictures in Statuary Hall. Um, And so the issue with that is that obviously they would not have been there but but for the Trump rally, and those were his people. And so the question is, somebody that was there, nonviolent, probably didn't have intent to, to do anything when they showed up that day, uh, he could have done things to potentially alleviate uh, burdens on them, and, and he didn't do it. Now he well, says he's going to do it, but he didn't when he was president. Well, and, and, and you're, of course, uh, separating nonviolent from violent. He's oh, of course. Yeah, with absolutely. A, with, 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 a, with a much broader brush. See? See, but the thing is, is Donald Trump had his hands tied. You saw what happened leading up to Jan 6. You saw all the discrepancies that were going on in the election in 2020. Look at what happened in Georgia. Look at what happened in Arizona. Look at what happened in Wisconsin. Look at what happened in Michigan. Look at all these discrepancies that happened nationwide, everywhere, where you literally, where they, where the damn Democrats took the biggest counties and biggest cities in their states and they stuffed the frickin' ballots in there. They kept stuffing the machines. Look at what they did in Georgia. Let's let's say that there is a water break. The water 
the water main broke, so we better shut the whole system down. And that's what they did. But there was no water break. There was no damage, but they waited till everybody left the place, and then a handful of people just stuck around and just kept running the machines, running the machines, running the machines. So, no, Donald Trump had his hands tied because the thing was, was after January 6th, after that happened, look at how close Donald Trump came from having the 25th invoked on him. Even though we know that he was cognitively just fine, his hands were tied after that point. He basically was pretty well a lame duck president the last couple weeks that he was president. Look at, look at the impeachment. There was no there there, but they still did stuff. And then look at Mar-Largo after he left office. They go after his ass there. They go after his ass in New York. Are you getting it? Look at them going after him in Georgia and him having a mug shot. You can't make this garbage up. But yet they kept doing it. They kept going after him. So no, honestly, I don't think that there was a whole lot that Donald Trump could do. People pretend like the president has a lot more power than he has. Joe Biden, all the stupid things that he's doing. I mean, first off, the Joe Biden that we see all the time, that's not the real Joe Biden. The real Joe Biden is hiding somewhere else. They're just using a body double. I mean, hasn't anybody seen all the footage, all the videotapes, all the pictures? We're not always looking at the same Joe Biden, the one that they supposedly, this country, elected. Yeah. <laughs> my ass you know and then now now you got a senate staffer that was caught uh doing porn in the senate in one of the chambers in one of the committee offices or whatever look at who joe biden or the obamas whoever you want to say look at who has been selecting all these people into position, all these feckless, weak-minded human beings that will literally just go along with the machine, will go along with the new world order, will go along with this deep state. Look at Mayorkas. Look at Merrick Garland. Look at all these people that he has selected, just like he got selected, not elected, selected. Look at all these people that have been selected. And look at how this country has fallen. At least some people are waking up in other countries and they're getting rid of their deep state. We have a long, long, long way to go. We really do. It is absolutely pathetic the way that our country is running. And we can do something about it. Not saying vote harder, because that doesn't work. You need to actually wake the people up. And you need to see who is voting on what. Because it doesn't matter if it's an R or a D. What are they voting on? Are they voting in your best interest or not? We have a lot of stuff to fix in this country.
a lot of stuff. The swamp is far and wide. The deep state is massive. Look at all the alphabet agencies that we have. Look at all the stuff that they are doing to this country. And the mask really is off. We know who the scum is. And we need to bring them to the light so that everybody can see them. Tucker Carlson has a small clip and it is right to the point. In this case, it seems irresolvable. So you have, you know, basically every power center in the country will do anything to prevent Trump from winning anything. I mean, that's the most important thing to them is to keep Trump from becoming president again. Now, why is that is a whole separate and very interesting conversation, but that's just a fact, okay? And these are the same people who are lecturing us about democracy. We're saving democracy, democracy dies in darkness, democracy is the most important thing. You heard that creepy defense contractor say what we're really doing is preserving democracy. We're not just like selling weapons, we're preserving democracy. Right. It, which was a nauseating clip, and I, and I hope on some level he's punished for that. But um, anyway, so, but then at the same time, you have Trump like is leading leading the race in in every nonpartisan or li all the liberal polls are showing him leading the race, beating Joe Biden in the in the battleground states. So like they can't let him win, but if they don't let him win, then it's just super obvious that all this democracy stuff was fraudulent and that it's not a democracy; it's an oligarchy run by the richest people. That Bernie Sanders, back when he was a free man, was telling the truth. And so at that point, like, the veil's off. We can't pretend anymore. Like, when they killed Kennedy, which they did, um, they could kind of pretend, like, everything's fine. But after this election, there's no pretending everything's fine. Everyone will know. And it is a little bit like you get kidnapped, you get thrown in the back of the car, and all of a sudden the kidnapper turns around and lowers his mask, and you see his face. And that's not a good thing. Because once you see his face, he has to kill you. Because you know who he is. He can't let you go then, okay? So you sort of want the kidnapper to keep his mask on because the pretense allows him the freedom to let you go in the end, to pretend everything's fine. But they've showed us who they are with such unmistakable clarity that I, I, you know, I do, kind of don't know how we get along after this election unless they decelerate and, and, just, and just do what they should do, which is like, look, we don't like Trump, here's why. We don't think he's good for the country, here's why. We think Joe Biden's great, here's why. America, make your choice. But I don't think they are going to do that. They're morally obligated to do that, but they won't. And it's incumbent on them to do that. Stop charging him with bullshit crimes that your own people skate on. Like, that's the truth. Stop that, just let the election happen. Let's have a free and fair election for the first time in a while since 2016. And if, we, if they allow that to happen, I think the country would get better. And then if Trump is a crappy president, okay, we survived it the first time. He's not very radical, actually. He's pretty moderate. We'll be fine. But I don't think, I think they're too hysterical to allow that to happen. And so I'm very, wor very worried about it. It's so true what he said right there. I mean, really, that's literally what it is. I mean, these people are thieves that are in Washington, D.C., and they don't care about how they spend our money. They just want to keep spending it, and they just want to keep printing it. And they want to keep saying democracy, 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 you know, never ending democracy. But really, democracy in their eyes is the system that they want to keep running, the system that they want rigged, the system that keeps lining their pockets with money, the system that has never ending war. 
See, they don't care about Americans. They care about themselves. They care about enriching themselves. Like Nancy Pelosi, like Chuck Schumer, like Nadler, like Joe Biden, like Barack Obama, like Mitt Romney. So many of these different politicians have been lining their pockets for decades. And their electorate keeps voting them in like a bunch of morons. That's part of the problem is we literally have straight up brainwashed people. We have people that have mass psychosis, like what we saw with COVID, where so many people went along with the mask wearing, where so many people went along with the socially distancing, where so many people remotely worked from home. It was all done on purpose, every last bit of it. Just like releasing the virus. <laughs> like anybody that thinks that that was an accident. Come on. <laughs> Come on, people. But that's, that's the thing, is this circus that we're seeing, this system that we're seeing, this deep state that we're seeing, they just want it to keep going. They don't want it to end. Why else did they try and push us into this Ukraine proxy war? Why else did they try and push us in to getting involved in Hamas and Israel's little deal over in Palestine? It's because it's not working. So many of these different things are not working. And people are waking up for sure. I don't know I don't know how many people are waking up to this crap every single day, but people are waking up to it more and more every single day and that's all we can hope for because it's going to take a while this system's been rigged in the wrong direction for a really long time a really really long time and we got to fix it we got to fix it so anyways like share and subscribe to the podcast i'm on podbean spotify samsung iheart chromecast and amazon like, share, and subscribe to it. Leave comments down below. Hit the like button. It helps with the algorithm. And then I want to give a shout out to my buddies over at the Solomon Clothing Company. Everything is 100% made in America. All the cotton, all the stitching, all the leather, all the embroideries. Everything is 100% made in America. So head over to their website, type in the promo code AWAKENOWWOKE at checkout, and you'll get 10% off on your purchase. And then something interesting. So the FBI believes there is an elevated risk of outside election interference in coming into the uh, 2024 election, according to Christopher Ray. Instead of saying outsider influence, shouldn't you say insider influence? Like what happened in 2016 and also 2018, 2020, and 2022, where you literally colluded with big tech to heavily censor conservatives to deplatform people how about covid look at all the elections oh not that kind of influence huh cuz that benefits you guys you're going to try and blame the outsider influence on people like russia or china and I'm not saying that those people don't have something to do with meddling 
We know that they do. But look at what the CIA and the FBI does. Collusion. Collusion. With our own social media. With our own news organizations. These captured news. The captured media. All this stuff. It's absolutely hilarious. It's totally laughable. It's just like Mayorkas saying that we're safe down at the border. <laughs> when we aren't. And Christopher Ray, anything that happens in the election, he's going to try and blame it on Russia and China. Watch this. What if Trump wins in an absolute landslide? Like in 2020. I know that he won. I know that he got a lot more votes than Joe Biden. And just like Tucker Carlson said, just like I've said multiple times, especially lately, even these far-left news organizations, these far-left newspapers, all these polls, all these left-leaning ones, is showing Donald Trump beating Joe Biden. So when... Are they going to bring in the new person? Is it going to be Big Mike? I have no idea. But it'll be very, very interesting. Come 2024, I do know that. And it was interesting, too, because I heard Donald Trump say the other day that maybe he would bring Ben Carson in as his VP. Ben Carson, Carrie Lake, I don't care. Just not one of these rhino establishment guys. We saw what Mike Pence, the traitor, did to Trump. And it was all, it was all planned ahead. It was all done on purpose. Because I really think that if he would have went after the Capitol Police and after Nancy Pelosi for the way that she handled January 6th, I think that they honestly would have invoked the 25th and Pence would have taken over. I don't know for sure because it didn't happen, but I really think that after that, Trump's hands were tied. And we know that it was an inside job. We know that there was provocateurs there. Why did it take so long to release hours upon hours upon hours, thousands of hours worth of footage why were there people that had badges that were looking up at the camera and waving waving to it and doing hand signals so that they would open doors it was because it was all planned it was all a scheme and they thought that they could get away with it just like covid but people are waking up to all that stuff they're waking up to the bioweapon we are going to see the ramifications of COVID and of Jan 6 for a long time. People are waking up that it was an inside job by our government because they wanted to squash maggot. They wanted to squash this idea of people wanting freedom and wanting accountability by their federal government and wanting this surveillance state and this control of free speech. They didn't want it anymore. They wanted to get rid of it. So what did they have to do? They had to arrest all the people on Jan 6 that went to the Capitol. 
that's why. So everybody hold on to your butts because this is gonna be a bumpy ride come 2024. They're gonna throw everything in the kitchen sink at this. They do not want Trump as president and they're gonna keep trying. They're gonna keep trying. But people more and more are waking up. They're getting sick of all the crime. They're getting sick of the high gas prices. They're getting sick of how much food costs, how much homes have went up. They're getting sick of all this inflation. And then on to the Clown Town clips. Here's the first one. My problem, because you are breaking the law by discriminating me. <laughs> the eyes of the law has already told me that if you see me as a boy and I identify as a woman, you are therefore being transphobic and doing an act of violence because doxing to someone who's trans and targeting their gender identity and on top of that, trying to, trying to get me taken away with certain things that aren't even true and slandering me, you realize that is, I could so do you for this. And I am doing you for this. I, it's a promise, it's not a threat. This is not even threats at this point. You have threatened me so. <laughs> oh, these people are crazy. Crazy, crazy. Here is another crazy one. If you're a teacher and you consider yourself to be an ally to queer students, I'm sure you already know to ask them their preferred name and their preferred pronouns, but don't overlook the importance of asking them who you can use these pronouns and this name in front of. So ask, can I use it in front of your parents, your classmates, other teachers, administration, everything like that. It's just as important to protect the identity of your students as it is to honor it. These people are getting out of hand. <laughs> Ah, oh, this craziness. This crazy, crazy world that we're living in. And then this I'm going to play is a clip. And this is from a protest going on in Toronto. You come in and put your leg down on the floor. I'll lay you to sleep. I'll put you six feet deep. I'll put you six feet deep. And that guy that he was saying he was going to put six foot deep was a cop. And the cop did absolutely nothing. This is what we're dealing with. And then here is the very last one. Hope I don't have to say that trans women can be biologically female. Uh, surgeries exist that can change uh, your sex and the bill just does not account for that. Uh, I have updated my legal sex on every government document except for my birth certificate as I was born in Tennessee and moved here soon after. Uh, and Tennessee had recently made a law that would that makes it illegal to change the gender marker on a birth certificate. Under the current law, despite anything I may do, any amount of hormones, surgeries, uh, level of competitiveness, I would not be able to participate in any female sports. These people are crazy. And why can't we get down to the root cause of the problem? I have no idea. But 
we definitely know that it's a mental disorder and the news and social media is exacerbating it and there's more and more people that are either super against it like i am or they're super for it and it's just it's this never-ending uh tension and the fact is is nobody wants to get down to the root cause of it it's so so crazy so anyways like share and subscribe to the podcast i'm on podbean spotify samsung iheart chromecast and amazon like share and subscribe to it leave comments down below hit the like button that helps with the algorithm and until next time this has been another episode of the wake not woke podcast everybody thanks for listening Seven, oh, two,